Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again on Sports Overnight America at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern time, bringing you the best of the beautiful global game. Some big stories today we're going to get into in the next segment Uh, One, a very heartwarming story about Napoli, one of my favorite football clubs, and their owner, who is a friend of mine, a gentleman, lovely gentleman, I might add, by the name of Aurelio De Laurentiis, and the other story about Real Madrid and the troubles that they and their manager, Zinazine Zidane, are currently having. Let's talk about the situation at Madrid. What are the options? I'll tell you what I think. And then, of course, it's Friday, so you're going to get my patented pundits Premier League preview show just to give you a lot of peas in there and we'll go through all the Premier League matches this weekend including a huge North London derby I'm going to give you my picks and some odds courtesy of our sponsor betonline.ag there are some other really good matches to look for this weekend as well of course we have a really interesting situation where David Moyes is hosting his former club and, of course, Liverpool hosting Wolverhampton Wanderers and Diogo Jota. Well, will he play against his former team? Fun stuff. Lots to talk about. Again, I'll give you my picks. And if there's any good odds and values there, courtesy of betonline.ag, we'll get there as well. I'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening via the American Forces Network. It is such a pleasure and a privilege uh, to speak with you guys each and every week night. And if you miss any part of this show, it's available immediately on its conclusion at our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network. And by the way, while you're there, check it out because they've got more football programming than just this. They've got a couple of other really, really good shows. Uh, BSI, the podcast with Sal Zizo, Ike Opara, Benny Feilheiber, and of course, the Shep Messing Daily Cast. I talk about this almost every day I'm on the air with New York football legend Shep Messing talking everything Red Bulls, and when the Red Bulls aren't playing, he's talking everything global football. Speaking of global football, when I come back, let's talk Napoli, let's talk Real Madrid, and then after that, let's get into the Premier League preview. I'll be right back. Love that motorhead ace of space. Welcome back, Nick Gieber, World Soccer Radio. Today, of course, is the day of our Premier League preview show. By the way, we are presented to you by betonline.ag, and we're going to talk Premier League today. We're going to talk a little bit about La Liga. And while, of course, the big European teams and leagues are in action, so is the NFL here back in the United States. And while they're going and you can't get into the games for obvious reasons... I want you to know you can still get in on all the action at betonline.ag. They've got game spreads, totals, teams, players, coaching props, 
Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online, plus the online casino, which never closes, just like the casinos in my hometown of Las Vegas. Head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Make Bet Online your online sportsbook experts. And as I tell you, every day we talk about Bet Online. Have a lot of fun there, but be responsible. Make it your entertainment and not your lifestyle, and then everyone will be good. All right, let's get to it. Uh, before we get to the Real Madrid situation, I wanted to mention a lovely story that I just read about Napoli Football Club. Now, in case you didn't know this, and you've heard, of, obviously, about the death of the legend, in my opinion, the greatest of all time, Diego Maradona, who just recently died, tragically, I might add, at the age of 60. But Napoli, Napoli was his former football club. And I've told you why I think Maradona is the greatest ever as opposed to, say, a Pele, who was fantastic and was the greatest of his era. Go he. <laughs> about a go he as opposed to the goat? But I think Maradona, the greatest of all time. And, and when Messi and Ronaldo have retired, we can certainly look back at their legacy and compare the three players and decide which one of these three we think is the greatest of all, of all time. Unless Messi wins a World Cup, the same thing with Ronaldo, I think their legacy is going to be very difficult to compare to Maradona because, as I've mentioned on this show time and time again, it was what Maradona did with a fairly lackluster Napoli team when he went there and what he did with an Argentine team that was hardly chock full of superstars. And you could argue that the Real Madrid of the Cristiano Ronaldo era was the Galacticos with some of the greatest players ever to play the game. Similarly, similarly with Messi at Barcelona that he's surrounded by unbelievable players that you know, like a cook, right? It's the spices that bring out the flavor. You could argue that Messi's unreal success was because he was part of unreal teams. And I don't think you could ever say that about Napoli, and you could certainly not say that about the Argentine, uh, Argentina team that Maradona won the World Cup with and then went to the finals the next iteration. But we've had this discussion. Maradona, the GOAT. I think you can say Messi and Ronaldo, the GOHEES the greatest of his era, and certainly Pele, the go-he, the greatest of his era, but Maradona, the greatest of all time. And to recognize this and the uh, contribution that he made to the success of Napoli Football Club back in the 80s, winning two Serie A titles with him in 87 and 90, my friend and, and one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet, Napoli owner Aurelio De Laurentiis, has agreed to rename the stadium, which was the Stadio San Paolo in Naples, where Napoli plays, will now be known as the Stadio Diego Armando Maradona. And that makes me very happy to hear that. So uh, congratulations to Aurelio. Congratulations to uh, Luigi de Magistris, the mayor of Naples, and to Napoli fans uh, worldwide, who I know are happy to see the GOAT honored in this way all right let's move on to the another story and we have enough time to get to it which is great 
Look, there's trouble at Real Madrid. A a any way you want to look at it. Real Madrid currently sitting seven points behind Sociedad in the tables. Now Sociedad have a game in hand. But Madrid winless in their last three games. They are poised to potentially not even make the knockout rounds of the Champions League and potentially not qualify for the Champions League next year, which is, I think it's that's a little hyperbole, hyperbolic, let's put it that way. I don't see that happening. But there is an absolutely massive match coming up this weekend. An enormous match coming up in La Liga with Sevilla, who are right behind Madrid, uh, one point behind Madrid, but keep in mind, they have a game in hand. And whereas Madrid are winless in their last three in the league, Sevilla have won the last three in their league. European success has been good for Sevilla. Real Madrid struggling. I talk all the time on this show about cycles. That's one of my topics. And I talk all about all the time on this show about the value of marquee players. If Barcelona let Lionel Messi go, they will fall before the same fate as Real Madrid. Because as good as a player is at scoring goals, making plays, what have you, and as much money as you can get it, you could put a bag of gold in the middle of the pitch and it won't score a single goal. It'll just be a bag of gold. A player like Messi and a player like Ronaldo are irreplaceable players. You can only really replace them by putting a system in behind them for when they go. I'm tempted to think that's what Barcelona is doing. I am not a Barcelona expert. I should get one on here to talk about it with me. But legend Zidane, who is a Real Madrid legend, and by the way, I have a number of Zidane signed shirts here to let you know how much I think thought of him as a player. I think the clock is running on Zidane. And it's going to put Madrid in an awkward position. First of all, they lost uh, to Shakhtar on Tuesday. And now they're going to need to really perform in their last game in the Champions League in order to go through. It's not all in their hands. They've got Sevilla, Borussia Mönchengladbach, and Atletico Madrid coming up. These are three really tough games for them. And keep in mind, if they want to get out of Group B in the Champions League, they have to beat Mönchengladbach next week. So, Real Madrid is stuck. And, you know, one of the things I also say all the time on this show is just like a player is the gold you get for a player doesn't score goals. You don't get rid of a manager if you don't have somebody else to replace him. The problem for Zidane right now is there is. 
I have to imagine at some point, if Manchester United don't sh start showing unbelievable consistency, someone like Pochettino is going to be looked at for that job. Rumor is they've already approached him about it. I think Pochettino is the perfect match for Madrid. He's available now. I'm telling you, if they lose against Sevilla, I would not be surprised to see Zidane make way for Pochettino. Let's keep our eyes out on it. Let's talk on Monday. Let's see what happens with that Sevilla game. It's all riding on that match. If you want to check out some other games other than the Premier League this weekend, I would recognize. I would check out that one. All right, I've got to go to break. I'll be right back to start the Premier League preview here on World Soccer Radio. Well, we have a big weekend coming up in the Premier League, including David Moyes hosting his former club. Liverpool and Wolves, will Diogo Jota play against his former team? And of course, the North London derby uh, that we are looking forward to that always is a terrific affair. This one at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium where they will be hosting a very lackluster Arsenal side, in fairness. Plus a couple of other interesting matches to look at. Uh, at Bramall Lane, the Blades, who are winless on the season, will be facing Leicester City, who, quite frankly, not looking so great so far. They started off really well. They were playing some easy clubs. They lost badly to Liverpool, kind of gone downhill since then. But we're going to get to all of this. Some great matches to look at in the Premier League. I'm going to give you some odds and my picks. The Friday match was postponed between Aston Villa and Newcastle. Uh, because there was, quote, significant increase in COVID-19 cases at the Magpies training ground. So obviously at Newcastle, they're doing something wrong there in terms of trying to keep everybody in a bubble. But better safe than sorry. As I say over and over again, football is a game and it shouldn't cost you your life. So I applaud the Premier League for making this decision. I really think that we're just so very lucky in this current health environment to have football to begin with and by the way I mean that in the global term of football uh, the global football that, that I've talked about but we're very lucky to have NFL and college football and basketball college basketball going on really we should count ourselves lucky on the one hand and on the other hand we might ask ourselves why sports play pay Listen to me, I can't even talk. Why sports play such an important part in our life that we would think it's okay that people risk their health in order to provide us with entertainment. But you can go back to the Roman era, of course, and the gladiators provided their lives for your entertainment. So take that for what, it, for what it's worth. I, for one, am thankful to all the teams and athletes that put these games together for our entertainment because... Uh, I think our life is just that much better for it. So there you go. A little philosophical introspection here on World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. But let's get to it, shall we? And let's start with an interesting game. And, and normally, if you told me uh, at Turf Moor, Everton visiting Burnley would be an interesting game, I know a lot of people would sort of give, give you that Mr. Spock raised eyebrow 
eyebrow. But I'm going to tell you why. Because Everton got off to a cracking start to the season. They started with uh, four out of five wins. And then all of a sudden they ran up against the juggernaut that was Liverpool. And they've won one out of five since. And they've lost the other four. Losing games to Southampton, Newcastle, Man United and Leeds. Now, I, I just wanted you to take that in for a minute, okay? This is a team coached by Carlo Ancelotti, a legendary coach, one of the best coaches on the planet. Managers, coaches, whatever you want to call them. They have money. They are building for the future. Agree. But they have, they have a decent spot. What is going on with Everton? Well, this is a big test for them. Because they are going to be facing one of the worst teams in the Premier League. A team that has won one match in nine games. And that was at home against Crystal Palace. They're coming off a 5-0 thumping away at the Etihad to Manchester City. Fair enough, okay? But they they had that draw at Brighton. They had a win against Palace. That was their first win of the season. And look, Sean Dyche, this is his 200th Premier League game in charge. He's not a bad manager. He's a decent manager. I don't think he's had support from ownership, and I hope that they can put a couple of results together And maybe they'll uh, loosen the purse strings a little bit. This game is interesting because if you look at the odds right now on this one, Burnley currently a plus 270. Favorites at home. Everton, uh, not favorites, sorry, long shot at home. Everton minus 103, the favorites away. The draw plus 240. I like the draw here. When I look at this game, Burnley, though, have only scored 14 goals, four goals in nine matches, and they've shipped 17. We talk about their great results of two draws and a win, but they've only scored one goal in those three matches. Everton, on the other hand, have scored 19 goals, and yes, they've conceded 17. I cannot see Everton losing this match. I'm going to say even away from home, Everton are the favorites here. I'm going to take them. I don't think minus 103 is bad value for that. I'm going to take Everton at minus 103. Again, the show both presented by betonline.ag and these odds coming courtesy of betonline.ag. All right, next up, let's go to the Etihad, where Manchester City, we just mentioned, coming off that massive result in over the weekend, last weekend in the Premier League, where they put a 5-0 tonking at home against Burnley. Yeah, they've been lackluster in the Premier League. They've uh, lost three matches already, drawn two. And I will say that in the last five games, they've won only two. That is true. They beat Sheffield United 1-0. They tonked uh, Burnley. Uh, they drew Liverpool. And they drew West Ham United. Man City right now, their problem is not defensively. They're... 
they're really outstanding defensively, okay? Other than Tottenham and West Ham and Wolves, well, they're tied with West Ham and Wolves at 11 goals against. Outstanding defensively, the problem is they have not been scoring goals. Look at that 5-0 tonking uh, uh, that they put to Burnley. Man City are going to win this game against a really game Fulham side, by the way. I mean, Scotty Parker's got a good side there. They play a lot of fun football to watch. Uh, I've really enjoyed seeing them back in the Prem. Last uh, last week, they had that shocker at the King Power where they beat Leicester City 2-1. Uh, that was a, a fun match to watch, by the way. They, it was really good, really entertaining football. But... I don't think tactically they've got what it takes to stop Man City. And I don't think they have... I think they're a one-trick pony, a little bit like Leeds United. And the trick that they have is not good when you're playing a team like Manchester City. So I'm going to go with Manchester City for the win. They're minus 840. The odds makers are agreeing with me. And the over, minus 102. Once again, they're agreeing with me that they think the over. But it's four goals. More than four goals. Mm, Fulham of ship 19, I think so. I'm going to take the over on this one at minus 102. Let's see how we're doing for time here. It goes so fast when we start to get into this. We've got plenty of time. Isn't that great? We're still doing the Saturday matches. Let's move along, shall we? The next match up, we're going to the London Stadium. West Ham United going to be hosting Manchester United. David Moyes at the helm, West Ham. I understand, I think, that his contract is just about up. If I'm not mistaken, he's going to get a renewal, or maybe he just had one. I like David Moyes. If you want a good steady hand for the long term, he's a good manager for you. He's probably not going to get you to the promised land, but he's going to keep you in the Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean by that, right? He's going to keep you in the prem. He's going to make you a team to play against. He's probably not going to win a lot of trophies with him. But he is a steady, steady hand. And a team like West Ham United, with investment, with uh, ambition, and certainly needing to really solidify their place where they are in the Premier League, I think he is absolutely the right manager. And look, they're on a great run right now. They're looking on their fourth win in a row. They're currently fifth in the table. They beat Villa at home. They beat the Blades away. They beat Fulham at home. Their loss came to Liverpool. Before that, they drew City 1-1. They're looking really good. Again, defensively, very good. And they're putting, they're putting scoring goals. They're putting balls in the back of the net. They're very difficult to play against. Man United, on the other hand, well, they had that shocker loss against PSG. Uh, Fred sent off, I think, uh, talked to, uh, during the week about how Solskjaer was uh, outcoached, in my opinion. But in the Premier League, it's been three in a row, beating Southampton, beating West Brom, beating Everton. But they lost to, they lost to Arsenal, and before that, draw against Chelsea. United are giving us no particular point of reference. This team is all over the map. They've got, look, they've got good players. They do. They have good players. They, they don't have incredible players. And yeah, Paul Pogba's a great player, absolutely. Uh, you know, they, they've, they, they've got good players, although Pogba's on the bench these days. 
Martial looks good sometimes. I mean, Cavani, for me, has been the most reliable for the few games he's played in showing in, in showing game in and game out. He, he delivers what he's capable of. Of course, and Bruno Fernandes, the, the scoring penalty man. This is a tough game to predict. United aren't scoring that many goals at 16. They're shipping goals. And West Ham are scoring goals but not shipping quite as many. Either way, I actually see how I'm doing for time here. Ooh, i got to go. I like the draw on this one. I'll tell you more when we get back. World Soccer Radio. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio on uh, the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app. And if you miss any part of this show, we are available at our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. You should subscribe to us so you'll get notified as soon as we post new content. By the way, we're presented by betonline.ag. Let them be your sports book experts. And uh, we are doing the Friday Premier League preview show, my favorite show of the week, I have to tell you. Hands down, this is my favorite show of the week. And all the odds that I'm giving you and picks and values, you can get right now. Go to betonline.ag and you can bet them right now. Have a little fun with it. And I mean fun, folks. Don't make this a lifestyle. I feel like your father, right? I've got enough kids of my own, but, well, now I've got millions of radio listeners. <laughs> I just can't afford to give you all allowances, okay? Okay, we have moved along nicely. We've done uh, Burnley, Everton, Turf Moor. We've done City, Fulham at the Etihad. We've done West Ham, Man United at London Stadium. Next up, let's go to Stamford Bridge, where Chelsea are going to host Leeds United. And if you're looking for... What should be a really, really, really fun game this weekend. This is one you're going to want to see. Chelsea play good football. I like what Frank Lampard has done with this team a lot. This is a young, dynamic squad that are gelling, that have belief in themselves, that play end-to-end, box-to-box football. They've lost one game all season, that to Liverpool. The last seven matches, eight matches, they've had, what, four wins and four draws? Coming off a nil-nil against Tottenham, which everybody thought was going to be like the, you know, the, match of the match of the month, ended up being a bit of a snooze fest, in fairness. We're talking about a team who just played Sevilla in the Champions League and Olivier Giroud scored four goals. So this is a team that's built on confidence. And I believe firmly that so much of success in sport is built on confidence. Momentum, the big mo. Well, if there's big mo, Chelsea's got that mo with them right now. And whereas Bielsa's side at Leeds, and I love this team, by the way, love Leeds United, 
I keep telling you, they are a one-trick pony. We've used that uh, phrase a couple of times. We used it a bit with Scotty Parker's Fulham side. Similar type of idea. Leeds obviously haven't had as many good results as Chelsea had, but they also play wide-open football. This is not a team that is built to defend in depth. Defensively, though, this is Leeds United's problems. They've shipped 17 goals on the season. They've scored 15 you look at Chelsea they've only shipped 10 goals they've scored 22 if you want to just statistically stylistically the makeup of these managers Bielsa and Lampard and the makeup of their squads if this isn't going to be a a good old-fashioned naval battle where two ships draw up and fire broadsides against each other I don't know which what is this is not going to be a scoreless draw this will not be Tottenham Chelsea this will be a match with goals in it. This will be a match that Chelsea will win at Stamford Bridge. Minus 200, got to go for Chelsea. The over three goals is minus 121. Under is minus 101. Obviously, the odds makers with me on the over. Not sure there's enough value to bet that. Uh, But the minus 200 for Chelsea, fairly secure bet. When Chelsea play this game and win, as I suspect they do, They will find themselves at the top of the table. They will have 22 points. Liverpool and Tottenham still to play. We're going to get to that in a minute. All right, let's move on to the Sunday matches. And let's start at the Hawthorns, where West Bromwich Albion uh, will be facing Crystal Palace. Two teams, Crystal Palace, have lost two in a row, losing to Newcastle at home and losing to Burnley at Turf Moor. And, you know, we talked about just how awful Burnley is. That was their very first win. They need, for Crystal Palace, they got to get Zaha back because without him, they're really not that great of a side. And as for the baggies... I just don't think they have enough. Yeah, they beat beat Sheffield United at home. Both neither team had won a a match all season. I I just don't see it. I'm going to have to go here with Crystal Palace for the win. And honestly, without Zaha, they'll take every point they can get. So I would take Crystal Palace for the win here, a plus 161. Uh, Let's move on. Speaking of the Blades... And last season, they were the surprise package. Even though they didn't score very many goals. They had uh, Ollie McBurney, who I really liked last season, Rian Brewster. I mean, they had some chemistry going on. The problem is they came up from the championship. They didn't really add to the side. It was sort of the Sheffield United experiment, right? They sort of kept the same profile that they had in the championship. Same style, same players, and it got them through last season, but this season, I think they're being found out as just not having enough. They're shipping goals, and they've scored four goals in 10 games. If you don't score goals in the Premier League, you won't win. Leicester City, they have had a bit of a disappointing run of it of late. They lost to Liverpool at home. 
They lost to uh, Fulham at home. Two, pardon me, Liverpool away, Fulham at home. Two losses. I think the Liverpool you would have expected, but that Fulham result was an absolute shocker. That on the back of beating Wolves, you know, beating Leeds United, beating Arsenal. Remember they beat Man City 5-2 earlier in the season? I like Leicester City. I, I really do. And uh, the problem with Leicester City, and, and, and I was listening to a pundit the other day saying this, which is that the problem with Leicester City is that when they play at home, defending teams expect them to come onto them because they're playing at home. And they know if they shut Vardy out, they've shut out you know a lot of the dynamism of Leicester City. When they play away from home, it's usually the home team that has to come out. So that leaves more space. So actually, Leicester City, tactically, a slightly more interesting team away from home this match at Bramall Lane, Leicester City will win it. We don't need to spend an enormous amount of time on this one, although we have uh, Leicester currently plus money on that one, plus 103, Sheffield United plus 260, the draw plus 235. I'm not going to predict a scoreline. Leicester are scoring a lot of goals, though. I'm predicting uh, maybe a 2 or 3 nil scoreline. Uh, if you go 3, it's plus 101 into the plus money region if you go under three it's uh, minus 121 I would avoid that I'm going to say though there's plus money on Leicester City I would definitely take the plus money on Leicester City all right next up let's move on to what is undoubtedly the marquee game of the weekend uh, Tottenham and Arsenal and let's just face it Tottenham are better better than Arsenal I'm, I'm sorry sorry uh, Gunners Gooners it's just a fact okay not only are, do they have better talent, not only are their strikers and, and goal scorers, uh, uh, Son, uh, uh, Son is scoring, Harry Kane's looking fabulous. You know, if they can ever get anything out of Gareth Bale, it would be incredible. Uh, plus, they've got arguably the greatest manager still coaching in the game at the helm in Jose Mourinho, who I think you have seen his genius at play against an Arsenal side where there are guys like Adebayor who have just gone absolutely missing since he signed his... Uh, not Adebayor, listen to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a generation behind. I'm talking about Aubameyang, of course. Gone missing since signing his contract. So... It's bad times at the Emirates. Of course, this game isn't at the Emirates, by the way. This game is at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Since October, beginning of October, Arsenal have only won one match, and that was an away win at Old Trafford. They've subsequently lost to Aston Villa, Leeds United, and Wolverhampton Wanderers. And I got news for you. They're going to lose against Tottenham, and they're going to lose in a big way. I don't like this Arsenal side. You're looking at one of the greatest managers of all time against a guy who I think is highly overrated, although I don't think should be fired because I'm not sure he's had the support he needs. You've got to take Tottenham for this one. Minus 102. Those odds not as big as you might suspect. Of course, why? 
because this is a derby. And derby matches, you have to kind of throw logic out the window. However, no crowd, no fans. Mm, I'm going to say Tottenham uh, minus 102. Let me check the uh, ask my producer here. Oh, we've just got a couple of minutes left. Liverpool Wolves are the next one up. Well, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, always, always a fun side to watch. Really enjoy them. And they always play Liverpool pretty tough. They're one of these sides, if you want to see good football, Wolverhampton Wanderers is going to give it to you. However, you're talking about Liverpool here. You're talking about a side that has lost one game on the season. That, of course, that unbelievable 7-2 thumping away at Villa Park. But since that time, in uh, six matches, they've won three, drawn three. They've been coming off a very unlucky draw against Brighton, by the way, where I thought the refereeing was horrible. They beat Leicester City. They beat West Ham. They beat Sheffield. They've drawn Everton. They've drawn City. And, of course, the draw against Brighton. Uh, Liverpool are going to win this. Uh, I don't think there's an issue here. Minus 196. The odds makers would agree. Uh, it's going to be a good match anyhow. You're going to want to check it out because Wolverhampton Wanderers will obviously play lovely football. And, again, the question, will former Wolves player Diogo Jota take the pitch against his former club? Last match of the weekend is not really the weekend. It's Monday. Let's talk about Brighton, Southampton. The odds makers, and I just want to check the time here. Ooh, got to run. Brighton, Southampton. Uh, Southampton have got some decent players, I think. Uh, they've got James Ward-Prowse, who I thought had a couple of great goals against Villa. Um, and I thought Brighton were lucky last week to get the win over Liverpool. Let's face it. I'm just going to give you my prediction here. I think this is at home. I'm going to go with Brighton for the win here at plus 156. You have to look at it this way, it, that Brighton have uh, scored 14 goals, shipped 16, and Southampton, uh, largely at the other end of the table, I might add, have scored 19 and shipped 16. Actually, I'm going to take this back. I'm going to say this is a draw. There we go. I'm going the draw plus 205. I think I'm out of time. Yep, got to go. Be right back to wrap it up. I'll run through all my picks for you one more time. Yeah, you're listening to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network Series XM211, Dan Patrick Sports. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Just a reminder, I'm... Well, first of all, reminder, we're presented by BetOnline.ag. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. If you miss any part of the show, you can catch us on our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Uh, while you're there, subscribe so you'll get notified and downloaded every time we post a new show, which happens immediately after the live show is over. All right, very quickly, I want to run down all my Premier League picks for you that I have for this weekend and Monday because uh, there was no match on Friday. That match on Friday was cancelled, postponed due to COVID. So let's go. Uh, Turf Moor, uh, Burnley-Everton. I said take Everton, the away team, minus 103. By the way, all odds go to see a betonline.ag. Uh, at the Etihad, Man City hosting Fulham, take City, although at minus 840, probably a bet not worth making. 
West Ham, Man United. I said that was going to be a draw. Uh, Stamford Bridge, Chelsea hosting Leeds. I said take Chelsea. West Brom, Al- West Bromwich Albion hosting Crystal Palace. I said take Palace at plus 161. At Bramall Lane, Sheffield Uniting. United are hosting Leicester City. I said take Leicester City at plus 103. At the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the big North London derby is Tottenham Arsenal. Tottenham by far the better team. Take Tottenham minus 102. And uh, uh, yeah, take minus 102 on that one. At Anfield, Liverpool Wolves. You're going to take Liverpool minus 196. And finally, Brighton, Southampton. Take the draw plus 205. So there you have it. Those are my picks for you. Again, you can get these bets and these prices at betonline.ag. But go and log on because prices do change as injuries come out and announcements and things change. It's obviously a moving market. It is not a static market. All right, once again, I'm with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, uh, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern, a few early birds on Sports Overnight America. Be sure, please, tune in. Make me a regular part of your week. I love doing this show, love talking to you, and I hope you participate. Send me a tweet, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the football. I'll chat to you on Monday. Let's see how I did and how you did, and let's talk about it, all right? Oh, and by the way, Will Zidane still have a job on Monday? Can't wait to find out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.